peace of our Lord be with you. There is a long list of ways things can go wrong in this life. None of us will go through all of them, but all of us will go through some of them, which may be why the sentence at the center of this morning's psalm has meant so much to so many for so long. Like countless others, I learned the sentence at the center of Psalm 23 in the majestic cadences of the familiar old King James. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me which is definitely the most beautiful and lyrical translation of the sentence at the center of the psalm. It appears, however, that the original Hebrew phrase, which the King James translates the valley of the shadow of death, may have been a more general, less specific term for sorrow and despair, something more along the lines of the valley of deep darkness or the valley of dark gloom, which would include not only the shadow of death, but also all of those other shadows which fall across our lives. The shadows and sorrows through which so many of us have gone, are going, and will go. Sorrows and shadows which sometimes cause us to wonder why. Why does so much pain or disappointment or trouble or sorrow or difficulty come to some and not to others. In our desire to defend and underscore God's level of sovereignty and control over the world, we sometimes say, well, it's all part of God's plan, or God makes no mistakes. As though we believe that our worst sorrows were aimed at us, planned for us, or sent to us, by God. Confronted with the fact that that sort of reasoning would require us to be willing to assign to the will of God not only injuries and diseases, but violence and sin. 
we have often resorted to saying something like, well, God doesn't send those terrible things. God just allows them because God has a plan for using the terrible tragedy in one person's life to change another person's life. I used to say that very thing. I said that sort of thing for years. But then one day it occurred to me that if you see something devastating coming, and you have the power to step in and stop it, and you make a choice to allow it to happen, then there isn't much difference between allowing it and sending it in the first place. And anyway, while we all know that God does wring whatever good can be wrung from the worst things that happen, it does seem that if God can roll out oceans, fling down stars, dress up roses, and puff up clouds, God can probably speak to a life over here without destroying a life over there. I cannot and do not speak for you, but as for me, it seems better to be content to not try to say why those painful shadows and sorrows come to our lives and instead simply to say this. We live in a world where beautiful and terrible things happen. And if any of those things can happen to anyone, then all of those things can happen to everyone. And when the hardest and worst of those things happen, when the most complex, complicated, heart-breaking, life-changing sorrows come into our lives, the sentence at the center of this morning's psalm reminds us that God is with us and for us, giving us the strength to go through things so painful and hard that if someone had told us ahead of time we were going to have to go through them, we would have sworn we would never make it through. But we do. We do go through the hardest and worst. And in almost 
every case. We emerge from the shadows to smile again and laugh again, to eat and sleep and live and love again. With the help of God and the people of God, we do go through. In one of her many amazing poems, Mary Oliver writes, That time I thought I could not get any closer to grief without dying, I did go closer, and I did not die. That time I thought I could not get any closer to grief without dying. I did go closer. And I did not die. What was true for her is true for us too. What we thought would destroy us didn't. What felt to us like the valley of the shadow of death, was, in fact, another stagger and stumble through the valley of the shadow of life. One of the many hard struggles through which we go in this world. Not because God is that way, but because life is that way. I sat down one morning earlier this week, prayed my way through our church role, able to Yelverton and all 400 and something families, homes in between, pausing over each household to think of the ways I know that life has turned out for so many of us in ways we never would have dreamed or imagined. And that's just the little bit that I know. Sometimes the finest people we have ever known bear the heaviest burdens we have ever seen. Not because God is that way, but because life is that way. We live in a world where beautiful and terrible things happen and if any of those things can happen to anyone, all of those things can happen to everyone. And when the hardest and worst things happen in our lives, the sentence at the center of Psalm 23 reminds us that God is with us and for us, 
giving us the strength to go through the valleys and shadows we did not get to go around. Even as those words are leaving my mouth, I'm thinking to myself, well, God, if you were going to go with us through it, why didn't you just steer us around it? And like the man in this morning's gospel lesson, to that question, I can only say, I do not know. But one thing I do know is this. In the hardest and darkest and deepest and worst of the valleys of the shadow of life, God is with us and God is for us. God is with us and God is for us. God is with us and God is for us. Amen.